Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast. Kind of like us. Each week, we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of PD so that you can join us when you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired. We are undercaffeinated teachers coming to you from Las Vegas. This is Joelle Masseri, Ashley Pierce, and Erin Kiger. Welcome to episode 13 of the Undercaffeinated Podcast. We're so glad that you could be here with us today. Um, today we're going to be talking about how to engage your students in authentic, authentic learning experiences by transforming your classroom and essentially turning it into it into a whole nother world. A few weeks ago in episodes three and four, Joelle shared her experiences at the Ron Clark Academy. And today we wanted to check back in and see the impact that the classroom transformations are having on her students, their excitement, the suspense, and the engagement. So Joelle, um, we know, because we talk to you all the time, that you just do transformations all the time. So tell us, how has it been so far? You know, it's really been fantastic. The kids thoroughly enjoy it. And my key word that I'll say to them is that I have something up my sleeve. And that's when they know that I'm planning something. And I try not to tell them when I'm going to do it because we have um, chronic absenteeism that we're trying to combat. So I'll tell them it's at one point over the course of the week, trying to, to incite them to come to school every single day so that they don't know what they're going to walk into one day. I love that. And I love that, that that's your, um, that's, you know, kind of their, how they know you have something up your sleeve and that's such a such a great saying for them to learn as well. So um, how do you come up with the ideas of what you're going to do your transformations with? Um, I, a lot of times I just, I try to think about what they're interested in. I also take a look at what materials I have around the house, what would be easy to use, um, what would be really inexpensive if I have any leftover toys from when my daughters were little, you know, and I kind of go from there. And then of course, you know, just hawking Instagram and things like that. Wow. That's it. When the, Looking at your <laughs> transformations, like the pictures that you take and everything like that, it looks like, you know, that you have invested just a ton of time and money into that. And it, it, I guess it doesn't seem like you really do. So when you're kind of planning and you're looking around the house and trying to figure out, you know, what to do, like how, how far in advance do you come up with these ideas? Um, I mean, not terribly far in advance, truth be told. Um, definitely just kind of taking a look. Some really easy ways. Putting butcher paper of all things on top of their desks. It really, like, will kind of begin to set that stage. Having a playlist, having a YouTube um, video on loop in the background. Like, easy things like that that you can do. Probably the student's favorite one that I've done 
was the easiest to do because it was, I called it Misery's uh, Mathematical Pizzeria. And I kid you not, I set it up at lunch. And so even though it's a 30 minute lunch, we know it's not really 30 minutes by the time <laughs> you get the kids and you drop them off. It's like 24. And I literally did it while they were at lunch. And all I did was I put red paper on their desks and I had a local pizzeria donate to go boxes and the students made equivalent fraction pizzas. And I had the cheesiest uh, like Italian music playing in the background, like think like really bad Godfather music. <laughs> and I had just little paper hats because I find if they have something to wear, like it really helps, even if it's just like a badge or something, um, it just kind of helps that they're even though you know they're 10 they still like the pretend feature of it and that was probably their favorite one they got really into it and it was cheap I mean I got it was butcher paper from the staff lounge and then a pizzeria um, donated the boxes so those are really great tips for teachers who want to sort of jump on the transformation bandwagon without necessarily having to spend a ton of money Mm mm-hmm because yeah, I think it definitely, when you're looking at all the materials, that could be something that I think turns teachers off of doing these is, you know, it's so much planning and it's um, all these extra materials. So what advice could you give teachers to um, create a transformation easily um, in their own classrooms? Um, it helps if you partner up with somebody. If So when I, I did a raced writing for, for constructed response and I partnered up with the teacher across the hall and we split the supplies. So that really helped. And we set the classroom to look like a NASCAR speedway. And I had um, a NASCAR racing suit. I get a lot of my things on Amazon and I filter, you know, lowest price possible. And it was funny because for that particular one my costume was so cheap that the (laughs) seams actually split in the middle of the day oh my gosh and I was so grateful I had on like leggings and a long sleeve shirt underneath and it didn't really matter but I had to throw it out like I even took it to see if I could sew it and it was like it wasn't even like the alterations were going to be more than the costume so definitely Amazon Oriental Trading you know they have really good Um, deals and then just thinking about things that you can reuse so if you do make the investment kind of looking at it like for a costume um, you know just it's something that you can use year after year like I have a doctor's lab coat and scrubs but I I use it every year you know so sometimes it's just something you know that you can just you know have for a while I love it so speaking of year after year right Um, I know that this is your first year at your school now, but previously um, students who were coming to you knew, hey, we're going to get to do like the disco math or we know we're going to get to do some sort of, uh, you know, medical, you know, with the language. Um, So how did you ever feel like I need to come up with something new because the kids know that it's going to happen or were they just excited to be able to do it? Um, I think they were just excited to be able to do it. Having, you know, see, seeing older kids do it over the course of a few years. And, and that's like, Ooh, it's my turn to do blacklight math. Ooh, it's my turn 
for disco division. Um, with that said, I challenge myself to always try to come up with some new characters and new themes. And, you know, especially this year, because I am in an at-risk Title I school, so I feel like I, I have to go full court press to engage the students because it's just, you know, it's a, it's a higher hill that I'm climbing. Right. Well, that's good. Okay. So, I mean, so, like- so looking at all of these uh, classroom transformations that you've done and in our show notes, we're going to have, you know, kind of a, a, a bunch, a bunch of them that you've done and just kind of describing it a little bit, but what would you say has been your favorite? I would probably, that's a tough one. I think um, Captain High Score, I have two answers. My daughter does this. She can't pick <laughs> when you ask her her favorite. She can never do it. Um, and now I know where she gets it from. Uh, Captain <laughs> Captain High Score's pirate ship was a lot of fun because I, I wrapped the room. I get these scene setters. They're plastic and they're less than 20 bucks. And you can literally wrap your classroom and it truly transforms it. And so it looked like we were on board a ship and I dressed in full pirate regalia with the wig and the, and the eye patch and the whole nine yards. And gosh, it was so much fun. And we just tied a whole pirate theme into it for the, over the course of the entire day. And then probably my other favorite one was right at when we came back from New Year's. I, I was thinking about the kids over break and I thought, you, you know, how, how did they celebrate New Year's and are they familiar with the, you know, the tradition of a ball dropping at Times Square? So I used these plastic scene setters and I wrapped my room to look like Times Square in New York City. And I, you know, have a disco ball because a teacher <laughs> doesn't have a disco ball. And so we did a whole like happy new year, you know, in terms of growth mindset and setting goals and kind of resetting ourselves for the new school year. But something I did very last minute was I blew up just some basic latex balloons and I wrote various times on them. And then inside each balloon was a question. We're a PBIS school. So I had to review PBIS rules and procedures and so at specific times certain kids got to pop the balloon a question came out which was our classroom discourse on how to review for PBIS and they absolutely loved it like that was that was a fantastic day and it was such a great way to get started back at school especially for having off you know for two weeks yeah Oh, that's wonderful. That's absolutely fantastic. All right. So, Joelle, you have such great um, advice, ideas, experiences, and all of those are in our show notes. Um, So what we'd like to know is what everybody out there in the Twitter sphere or Instagram or anywhere, uh, what classroom classroom transformations um, would you like to try or have you already tried and then share with us? Um, and then we'd, all, as always, like to thank you so much for joining us. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at undercaffeinated. And we would just love to hear from you. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.